Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in again to another episode of Lou Boys SC. Uh, here we have another excellent feature in which we got to talk to our departing St. Louis FC player, Jeremy Gagnon-Lapare. Uh, really interesting, cool player that we got to have a great conversation with. As per usual, I'm Jonathan. I'm Will. And I'm Andrew. And we're the Lou Boys SC. So uh, in this interview, you're going to hear a little bit about how the team worked, how he felt it was special, and a little bit about what led him to his next team. So again, we are really looking forward to following this guy's career. He's had a really cool career so far, and we look forward to seeing where else he goes. So without further ado, here's the interview. Jeremy, how's it going? Honestly, I'm, uh, I was really excited to be, uh, to be joining you guys on the, on the podcast. So uh, I'm, uh, I'm glad, I'm glad you guys, uh, you guys had a thought for uh, for me and 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 to invite me on the on on the show. Um, it's fun. Well, I mean this this team last year holds a special place in our heart, and we know there's a lot of other people out there that feel the same way. So there's definitely a want to connect with the players uh, that makes such an impression on us. Well, just just to get started a little bit, we were um, we were talking about this earlier. How how does it feel having like almost back-to-back off-seasons in such a short notice, you know? You guys were off for a couple weeks, maybe, what was it, like two months, and then you came back, played some games, and yeah. now you're off again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think that was that was really special for everyone. Uh, like you said, we had the off-season, and obviously the off-season is, uh, is, um, is a special time for us because we get to um, – um, we get to do something really fun for uh, most of, most part of the season, but we also enjoy um, being uh, being off for a while and uh, kind of um, enjoying a, a more normal lifestyle, if you will. Um, and for me, that looks like spending time with uh, with my family that I don't get to to see very much um, since I I started playing um, uh, soccer professionally. So uh, so that where did you guys uh, lose me? You were saying something about how it's a good time where you get to go see your yeah, family yeah, because yeah, yeah. since playing professionally. Yeah. Um, uh, so, so that's, that's, that's always fun. But then once you get into the, the, the uh, preparation of the season, you kind of put your, your head into it and you're in, um, in a sort of a focus mode. And then, so we had all the, uh, the preparation going into the season and then obviously the first game and then, a week goes by and and all of a sudden I have to I have to stop for an indef- indefinite uh, period of time and and that was that was rough on on everyone, um, and and I think the the hardest part was not knowing when we were gonna be able to be back together even just training so so I know that was uh, that was rough for uh, for a couple guys. Did they have any uh, rules on where you guys had to stay in town, or did you kind of have some freedom to go back home, or what, what was that uh, So like? I know there's uh, some guys that um, had the freedom to go back home. Uh, obviously, the guys um, being from the from the states, uh, it was easier for them to just move around. And then I know yeah. some guys went back um, that were from outside the states. Uh, I made the decision pretty early on to 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 stay, um, but now reflecting on that, I think, or I, yeah, I, w- I would have liked to just go back just because of the amount 
of time that it took before we actually started training again. So, um, so yeah, it was, it was, a at least a good month and a half of just me being in my apartment and, um, uh, pretty much going on like two or three walks a day and, and, and <laughs> really not doing much. Uh, once guys started, started leaving, uh, I was rooming with, um, uh, with uh, Todd Wharton and he went back to see his uh, girlfriend that was uh, that was staying in Pittsburgh so I was uh, I was by myself for for a bit there um, not blaming him for for it but uh, but yeah it was it was it was a it was a fun and strange uh, strange time yeah what were you just doing besides your walks to keep yourself entertained so uh, at first um uh, um, the guys, so we had a group of guys that was, uh, living in the, in Baldwin, in the, uh, apartments provided by the club. Uh, we were probably around 10 guys there. And so at the start, when we stopped training, we had, um, a regular group of guys that were coming, uh, uh, and, and we were just meeting at the, at the tennis court every day to, uh, to, to just do a little bit of, uh, technical stuff, just to have some fun and, and kind of keep it light and and at the same time train a little bit uh but that yeah exactly on the ball. And, and keep the um the competition uh kind of uh, kind of going uh we had those those little games that we um, that we made and 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 we took we took quite a lot of fun in that but uh as time went it just kind of faded away just because um motivation just at one point you're like okay so i don't see the moment we're we're when we're gonna start training again so uh um so yeah i know some guys were were feeling that part a little bit more than than others so uh so yeah that was uh, uh that was at the start maybe we managed to do that for like three weeks maybe a month and then after that it was pretty much everyone on their own just having their little routine um Myself with Todd, uh, we uh, we got into uh, into Netflix quite a lot, and uh, I never I never I never <laughs> um, uh, watched uh, The Office before. So, and he was a big fan of it. So, uh, uh, can't even tell you the amount of uh, episodes that we watched together. But that was that was obviously good fun. I bet it was hard to stay like focused and charged on the whole oh, time. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And during the off, it that weird was, season, uh, especially during that part, because you never know when. Um, Obviously, we're in the same situation as everyone else. We didn't know, uh, we didn't have many info provided by the the club, and and also, so we were kind of just waiting around and uh, and just looking for every every piece of uh, info that we could get from uh, either the the teammates, the, the coaching staff, or the, or the club or the league. So yeah, wasn't wasn't always easy. Like you said, it is a strange time for you, but like most people across the nation and the world. Uh, and it kind of puts you in, in a different kind of frame of mind at times in a different routine than normal. Um, when you, when you think about that, how, how much do you link that to this past season that you played? Like, do you just keep on thinking about the games and think, Oh man, the season would have been so different if, if, if it weren't for all these factors, or do you kind of try to separate those as a competitor? Mm, that's a interesting question. Um, it's definitely something that we spoke about with some guys. Um, I know, I know, I know. Some people uh, were under the impression that um, had the season been more regular, that we would have 
uh, would have had great success. Um, I, I myself was feeling that um, we had a great start of the season and that the team was coming together at a, a really important time. And I think it just showed in that first game against uh, Miami. Um, and we all know how important it is in that in that league to have a, mm-hmm. a good start. It just gives you the momentum for the whole season. So, uh, um, so yeah, I think um, I think we we managed the the new format pretty well and and stayed competitive throughout. Even though the, 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 the that second start was probably a bit slower for us, um, but yeah, I, I I'd have been curious to see how that um, a, a normal season would have um, unfold for for us. It's uh, it's it's impossible for us to to say what what would have right. happened. But, and uh, I know as a computer yeah. or as a as a competitor, you you don't want to get too hung up on thinking about what could be, you know, as, especially if you're in the middle of the season. But it is interesting to reflect on, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it, I think it is, but uh, um, but yeah, like you said, you can't you can't really. Um, put your head into it too much because it's just wasted so, time. You look at the factors that we had to overcome just just to that first game. You know, new head coach, couple mm-hmm. of new guys coming into the lineup and stuff like that. I, I can't even imagine how hard it was to go from playing your first game as well as we did, being shut down and kind of almost separated and isolated from each other because, you know, it's not like you guys have been together that mm-hmm. long, to then going to play together like you did and get kind of the success that we got I mean we won our first playoff game in club history which maybe wasn't the goal that we were going for you guys were going for at the end but it was still like within that challenge there was also great success with just the minimal stuff that you guys did yeah 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 I think I think one of our strengths uh, as a group was that we had a great diversity of uh of characters on the on the team, uh, we had younger guys that were uh, that were hungry to prove themselves, and we also had um, guys that were more experienced, more mature, knew how to um, knew how to handle some some more difficult moments. And I think that 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 balance in the team really uh, um, really worked well for us, and and. I could tell you right away that 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 team right there was probably the best environment I've been in in my career. Just the, um, yeah, wow, yeah, 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 just awesome. the togetherness of the of the group and and that that diversity again. It it, it wasn't like you always so you always get some kind of uh, uh, clans and 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 groups in a team, and it's not always uh, necessarily a bad thing. It's just people get along better with uh, with some others and and not as well with with other people but i just feel like that bond with with everyone in that group was uh was uh was really was really special and, and uh, yeah i really don't say that, that lightly so um um so i think that's that's probably one of the reasons why we were able at the end of the season to just stick together and and make sure we could um just pull out that extra that extra mm-hmm. effort at the end. Where do you feel like you fit into that dynamic? Because you said there's a lot of diversity, and, and you talked about you know the younger guys, the people with more experience. You've already got quite a bit of experience under your belt. So where did you feel like you fit in, fit into that dynamic? Um, 
I feel like I was probably um, in the sweet spot, um, just just in the middle of it. Um, I, I felt like I got along well with uh, with everyone on the team. I could I could speak speak freely with with the more veteran guys, and 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 also with the the younger the younger boys on the team. Um, but yeah, I just I I kind of let myself carried the, by by the momentum of the group and and try to. Um, contribute where where I could, and uh, I feel like uh, one one area that I like to contribute is um, in training. Just just keeping everyone sharp and and making sure the the intensity and and the, the quality of the work is 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 always good, and then and then just to just to follow along on that um, on that great great dynamic that we had and 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 um, and just and just follow the group along yeah i think that's 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 one thing that, that i like to do mm-hmm. kind of looking forward a little bit to, to next season you're you're heading to halifax right so have you yeah. been out that far into nova scotia before uh i did once uh before and it was to play uh in a canadian championship game with ottawa oh, in wow. 2019 so we had a matchup against them when Ottawa was still in the USL. Um, so we played a game there and a game at home, uh, and and that was my only experience. So uh, uh, and and from that experience, I I um, that played a lot in my decision to uh, to go there uh, next season, just because I remembered the the atmosphere in the stadium was nice, uh, the, the the field, um, everything was uh, was was pretty spot on, but but really the the atmosphere in the stadium the stadium just felt like a, a english mm-hmm. english stadium style um just small um uh, small stand stands but really close to the to the to the field and uh, and yeah the, the the fans were awesome so so that left a a, a great so kind of like an intimate and there's nothing better than a packed stadium that they feel like they're exactly, on top of you. Exactly, and that was really—it's funny because um, before that game, people made some. Uh, uh, there's some kind of rivalry between uh, the two teams because just for a backstory, Ottawa um, reject um, uh, kind of the offer to join the CPL in its uh, first season. They said, "No, we're going to stay in the USL just because we think it's a more competitive league at the time." And and so we were. It it was kind of a rivalry to to uh, to know what what um, what team, but also what um, uh, what league was the best at the time. So uh, so yeah, a, a lot of uh, journal made some some uh, articles on that game. So it was it was fun to 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 be in that in that um, environment at the time. So. Um... Do you feel like you'll kind of have a, another type of rivalry brewing when you get there? Because that's kind of part of the fun outside of the game, right? Kind of around the game. Yeah, 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 yeah. So obviously now Ottawa being back right. in, in that league, uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting to see uh, how that plays out. But um, um, but Ottawa is is kind of been uh, built from the ground up again. Um, so it's not gonna be the same thing as if. It was just the same team that um, that merged into a into a new league, but it's certainly going to be interesting to to feel those those rivalry and and because the that league is so small, there's only eight teams. You just get to play mm-hmm. a lot of games against 
against every team. So it's it's gonna be back to the that format right. that we had this year in in our groups of of four. That was pretty pretty interesting. So, so. um, <laughs> I, I want to get back to that idea in a moment. But first, I want to kind of talk about what what would you say is your preferred position on the field? Uh, definitely mm-hmm. in a midfield, like as a holding mid or or even box to box midfielder. I think that's where I uh express myself okay so when you're matched up against another team as frequently as you were last year and like you said you will be in Mm -hmm. this canadian league i mean how does that change the game because you start to really recognize patterns of particular players and things like that are are you the type who refines better like the more times you play somebody the better you'll play against them or are you the type who kind of like just likes to put your head down and charge forward? Um, it's 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 a tough one, really. Uh, I feel like you definitely get some. Um, you can find some 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 things that are um, that could be um, weaknesses uh, in a in an opponent when you play against them that many times. Uh, but there's also I don't know. There's just a weird thing about playing against the same team that many times. I mean, four times is mm-hmm. is is really a lot, and it just becomes, yeah, it becomes more of a of a mental game. I feel than than, yeah. You just have to, you just have to. <laughs> it's funny, but you just have to know who you're playing against and 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 trying to play on those uh, on those little weaknesses. But I definitely like to to watch. Um, the other team play and see where uh, we could uh, take advantage of, uh, kind of, of, of some uh, weaknesses. Exploiting but, uh, them. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's really a weird situation, honestly. I don't, I don't know how I feel about this. I don't, I feel like I prefer having like just a normal season and playing twice against everyone. Cause four times is just, I don't mm-hmm. know. It's just, it's just weird. <laughs> Did did that lead to you guys not possibly watching as much film though? Did you get to spend more time on like the pitch training and less in the classroom because you already kind of knew your opponent two three games already yeah, in against yeah. them? Or did you guys watch we, a lot we of? We still film? did watch some films, um, but I think it's more clear in your head once you played against them once or twice. You kind of know what to expect, and and um. And so, yeah, you, you, you kind of just focus more on what you have to do. And I think that's a good thing because sometimes you feel like you're focusing too much on who you're going to play against. And I always prefer to focus on what our team is going to do and what I, as a, a player, I'm going to do um, just because it gives you more freedom and more um, just feel like it's a better way to prepare because you know what to so would you say you're more tactical than you are like just go out there and get it uh, done? Yeah, I would definitely say that. Yeah. Step to step kind of plan. You like to make sure that there's like a game plan and you guys follow through on it then have more of a Yeah. I I don't know, I'd say fluid out random yeah, game. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I like I like when the team uh not just myself, really the the fun part for me is is knowing that the team is going to play um and 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 know how we're gonna play. That I, I I really feel like that's the that's the essence and and where I get most pleasure is being in a team sport and and feeling like everyone's on the same page and that we're gonna um, that everyone as the tool and as a team 
we're going to be able to crush the team we're going to we're going to face that's really the best part for me um so where do you feel like you're going to fit into the Wanderers lineup do you do you have any insights to that yet uh yeah uh, so um from early discussion with the coach uh there's definitely been some talks about uh, positioning and uh um from what i understood was that initially the coach wanted to to play me in the in the midfield but that he also likes the fact that i'm versatile and that i can mm-hmm. play some different positions so i mean at this point early on in my career i was really more um uh, i felt like that was a disadvantage because i could never focus really at one spot i always had to be uh, ready to to move and i wasn't as well adapted to that as of right now i'm more like wherever i'm gonna play i, I feel like i have the uh, the tools and the uh, ability to perform and i'm just more uh easy yeah i imagine that. it like over time it's a bigger advantage to be that versatile whereas at first it's a, it's a harder learning curve right yeah 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 i would um, say that so with st louis fc we did see a bit of fluidity with positions right we saw a lot of uh midfielders kind of get moved back to defenders at different times um yeah in either position though you're you're usually going to bring something to the field what would you say is your greatest strength like um the maybe the reason that the wanderers sought you out in particular i'd probably say just the way i read the game and that i can um act on it i feel like i'm pretty um i'm i'm pretty good on the ball and that i can uh help offensively just um organize the way the team is going to play and defensively i like to think that i'm uh that i understand how to defend probably not the best at, uh one on one defending especially uh when i'm playing as a as a fullback because you get um some really difficult uh spot to defend and with, lot, with lots of space and i would say that um, um, speed is probably not my strong suit, <laughs> but um, uh, but yeah, I just like I just like to think that I'm good at understanding the game and, and reading it, and then uh, trying to communi- communicate that as well as I can to uh, to teammates so that we can. A- Andrew, you you were always a big fan of his passing, isn't that right? Just to, I was literally just about to add that. Like your vision of making passes when they put you in that holding position was probably my favorite spot. Yeah, for you. yeah. You had that sweet. I loved. I loved watching you operate in the middle and just when you and Wallfall connected, it just was beautiful. It made me so yeah. excited. It's funny you say that because because obviously me and Wall and and more also played the uh, in Ottawa together and and I just uh, felt great connection with him uh, in Ottawa also when we played in the middle or even when I played as a as a fullback there, it just, um, he's just so great at, at understanding the game and, and, um, and, and, and just seeing what the others are seeing. I, I, just with me, it was, it was a great partnership and just made me, just made my life. And I'm sure everyone else around him, um, uh, around him's life so much, so much easier. He's such a, such a crafty, crafty uh, is a great, great word for it. I mean, sometimes he, He'd put the ball somewhere that, yeah, that we, he's the only person who expects it to be there. <laughs> me, me, and me and one friend in, in Ottawa used to call him the wizard just because he he, he was doing stuff that no one <laughs> yes. no one else was doing, and because he had the vision, but also 
the technical abilities mm. to to produce those. And that just complements yeah, your play. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, he really complements like in some way you still kind of knew what he was doing so once he gave you the ball you were already prepared to give it back or give it to somebody else it was, it was it's, it's awesome soccer to watch when you were in that that holding yeah, position yeah 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 it's them. it's great fun playing with guys like like that around you just you're just trying to put them in 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 great position with the ball and you know stuff is going to happen and that's that's like that's you can't ask for more than that i yeah. can still remember like your pass to to play Rivas into space to seal like, I think to seal yeah. Adrian Sporting KC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was pretty sweet. Oh yeah, <laughs> that was a sick pass. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was yeah. That was one of the one of the good one for me for the season. <laughs> well, just to play off of that. So, do you have a favorite play or game that you remember from St. Louis FC the short wow. season? It easily, easily the goal that we score uh, uh, against uh, Hartford at the end. I think that just some oh. sums the season up for us just um not always going our way but just uh, finding finding a way to to just yeah to just squeeze it at the end i think i think that was um that was a great moment for for us as players but also for for the fans uh, people following the team um we had such a bad news uh at the middle of the season uh once we knew that the team wasn't going to be back uh, in in 2021 i think that was really a tough blow for for everyone on the team um and just to just to be able to celebrate that with the with 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 the fans and 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 us as a group with the coaching staff um yeah that was that was something special and and I'm sure I'm going to remember that for a very long time it's a it's a shame we didn't get to uh, to spend a bit more time with with our fans but um but yeah i i thought that was a a really nice moment for for all of us. I thought that game perfectly described the tenacity and like veteran feel our tank mm. our team gave off. Mm-hmm. Like we had so many games where the ga- the goals were decided in the last yeah. five minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That not much other guys can do. Like the mental tax that that has on a team to be able to play beyond 90 minutes and still come out or believe that you guys can bury it or win it or tie it, whatever the outcome be. It was something. Yeah, I agree. I could also like, um, I remember the game, uh, I wasn't there, but um, uh, the game that we drew in, uh, in Indy playing with nine men. um, I think that was (laughs) another one that we could put up there with. I mean, mathematically, if we, if we lose that game, I think we're out um, of the playoffs. Um, and and just see the guys, um, just just put everything on the line to make sure that we got one point, and especially that we didn't give uh, three to Indy was uh, was a, another big moment for us. What area of your game you're working to improve the most for next season? Uh, I always try to improve um, my understanding of the game. I like to I like to watch uh, games, obviously of uh, good teams in in Europe, um, and then once the season starts, I like to to to, to see what the uh, the opponents are doing in the league, and and to rewatch some of our games. Uh, I know that's something that um, I like to do in in St. Louis, and um, and I think that's somewhere where you can always improve, um, and that. Mm, um, 
I feel like there's a lot of players that are just um, giving that to the coaching staff to do and that they rather receive from, from, from the coach and then act on it in training. Uh, I just like to be a bit more proactive with that and, and try to understand it myself and to be more critical um, with, with the coaching staff and, and, and the other teammates just to reflect on some stuff and, uh, and to see how we can improve as a team. I always feel like, yeah, that's something that I know you talk about work on, team yeah. dynamics a lot as a whole, but of the European like, leagues that you watch, are there any players you try to emulate or model yourself after? There's certainly players that I uh, really enjoy watching. Right now, I would say, well, lately there's definitely been Kevin De Bruyne that was really up there in 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 everything mm-hmm. that he was doing. But right now, I would say Jack Grealish is probably in the top three in the world uh what 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 he's doing it's just it's just so fun for me to watch a guy do the sort of of uh, things that he does on the field just because it it's definitely not my skill set uh i just i just feel like i mm-hmm. enjoy it even more just because you're you're speaking no andrew's language it. especially when you mentioned de bruyne yeah he's 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 a a fun mm-hmm. a fun guy to watch yeah Garish is doing I mean, amazing things this year. It's, it's just some of the stuff that he's pulling off is breathtaking. Yeah, Eston Villa is fun to watch. Right yeah, now. yeah, I I know, and they're just playing beautiful football. And just when you said his name, it it, it put my mind like that's that that sounds like a team Jeremy yeah. would watch. Yeah, 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 definitely. It's it's nice to see. Um, yeah, I'm curious to see how far they can go because. Uh, because you hear his name in so many rumors lately just because he's been doing so well and people can't imagine that he's going to stay in a team like this when probably, I don't know, I I don't even know how many teams, uh, top, top teams would want him in in Europe right now um, for big money. Uh, I'm just curious to see where where they're going to end up and, and and if he's actually, actually going to stay in, uh, in Aston Villa because I know that's his... Uh, that's his uh, childhood club, and uh, he's probably really happy there right now. Well, just to get a, a little bit back into your world, what um, what was one of your favorite? Just to get a little lighter here, what was one of your favorite things about St. Louis and being a part of the city? Um, it's, it's kind of disappointing at the same time, but uh, I would say um, the fan that we had in in, in St. Louis uh, that first game was was unreal against Miami. Um, just remembered the feeling after the game, just celebrating with the fans. I was like, "Wow, it's gonna be an awesome season um, if we can have uh, that kind of support every game. Um, that's gonna be that's gonna be awesome." Uh, right. So they're obviously disappointing that we couldn't have that for the for the rest of the season. But even though uh, they weren't there, we always felt the support. Um, um, if it was through videos or uh, social media, you just felt like people were behind us and 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 that gave us a lot of um a lot of uh, I, I won't lie we were there with press passes during one of the games uh no yeah all the games i'm talking about one. so all the when games. we had the, we were there. Oh, it was one of those stoppage time goals that put us ahead it was a set piece i think um with a header from was it was it John uh, coming coming from <laughs> from his position to head the ball? And yeah, the fan just so smash it home. That 
that stadium yeah, yes, sounded yes, full. Yes. Like after that happened, y- y- you wouldn't have known <laughs> anything was was different. You know, <laughs> I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. Steve. Steve. Oh, was, was screaming the loudest at this point. <laughs> um, uh, yeah. So, who would you say, like, as far as the team dynamics, uh, who was like the funniest guy on the team? Funniest guy, definitely Tyler Blackwood. No, I mean no he strikes me as a character every time I hear him talk. That's for sure. <laughs> Is he's just yeah. coming from a different world? This guy, he's he's honestly the the most genuine guy I've ever met, and he, I don't know, he's got everything to be like super cocky and 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 uh, he's definitely super confident, but he's just such a genuine guy, like just really nice guy, uh, always speaks to everyone. He's interested in like a, a million different things, and and <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know, he's just he's just really good with words and. Uh, even started a podcast at the start of the of the season. I know I was so <laughs> excited. Uh, so yeah, I we we had a lot of, of of funny guys on the team, but if I could only pick one, I I just feel like it's the first that comes to mind. Who was who was the weirdest guy? That's probably also Tyler. But... <laughs> I was just gonna say that. <laughs> uh, I, weirdest? I don't know. Uh, depends on what. Um, I mean, you want it to be the pleasant kind of weird, not the, not the weird kind of weird. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, probably, maybe um, uh, Kyle Morton in a funny way. Uh, we used to we used to play um, board games uh, back at the apartment, um, and um, and I remember he was the one who brought the game that we played oh, a lot. Uh, we know Catan. it. I don't know if you know. Yeah. Um, yeah, oh, yeah okay, okay, okay. So, you know how it goes and and there's a lot of um um you can influence people in the game like just by commenting who's mm-hmm. who you think is winning and and to say oh let's stop training with with that guy just because he's ahead and he was probably one of the best at at at, at the game and and he was always trying to influence people into a stop stop trading with with uh, a certain player and try to yeah just just try to make it make so he it talks both on and with, off the uh, field is what you're saying he gets in people's heads everywhere yeah oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. um a so funny, funny I, guy. it's always goalies right that that have a bit of that um for you are you <laughs> yeah. much of a person with rituals like did you have like a a pregame song to kind of get yourself pumped up or or free game um, meal. I'm sure everyone on the team could tell you that um, um, what my favorite meal was, and it was because I was always coming to training with uh, mm. a bowl of uh, oatmeal uh, that I prepare in the morning, and uh, people used to make fun of it just because I always brought it to training, and people were saying that that's the only thing I ate. Um, so I I definitely like to to make it, and I think I make it really good. So. <laughs> That's that's maybe one ritual, but yeah, I'm not super Wait, superstitious. It, so oatmeal is usually so, just oatmeal. What do you do to make it so good? Oh my god! How, how, <laughs> how, how long do you guys have on this podcast? <laughs> yeah. now, as much time as you have. <laughs> we got as long as you need, as much as you uh, got. Like to, um, all right, we're really getting to it. Um, <laughs> I I usually um, do it in um, on the stove, 
so I do, uh, I mash one banana. Um, I put one cup of oats, um, old fashioned, if you have them. Then I go one part, well, one cup uh, milk. Um, plant base is better. <laughs> and then I go one cup um, <laughs> water, a um, little bit of salt, a little bit of cinnamon. Um, either raisins or dates, if you have them. Um, and then if you're fancy enough, you can finish off with uh, cacao powder. Yeah. Oh. That's like the, that's like that's the gourmet I'm gonna have, I'm gonna have version. To have, I'm going <laughs> to have to try it. Oh, sorry. So, I, wait. I, I, mm. I forgot. Uh, walnuts goes great with it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's it's okay. all, uh, all the food groups yeah, too, right? Specialty of mine. <laughs> mm. Yeah, yeah. So just to play off that, are you more plant plant based than you yeah. are? Yeah. Like a meat, or do you, are you? Yeah, yeah. I try of to that? be of uh, uh, gotten into it uh, maybe three or four years ago. Uh, yeah, three or four years ago, and uh, always felt better uh, that way. So I feel like it's more of a uh, uh, personal choice but uh, but yeah I always try to encourage guys to at least try it uh, in uh, in different teams I've been on uh, to see how they feel about it because uh, yeah sometimes um, nutrition is is a part that's maybe a little bit overlooked um, and so if, if some guys can feel better doing a, a small change I feel like that could be uh, I mean kind of sticking with the ideas of food looking back did you, what's your favorite place to eat in st louis uh whew. i took some notes because i heard you guys ask that uh, to fan he's diligent yeah i understand your game prep now like hmm. right so i got so i got one place that <laughs> i do um, that's true that too sticks okay. out just because uh my roommate um todd um, is uh, so the parents of his girlfriend came to town for one game and they brought us some some bakery from uh, I don't know if I say it cor- correctly uh, Nathaniel Reed Bakery on it, Kirk, Kirk, Kirkwood Manchester ah, Reed yeah. yeah right there by my house oh my god uh, they got yep, some that's, uh, some that's cool what some, so it's kind of a, a, a like a Ooh. sugary uh, croissant. It was it was one of the probably one of the okay. best thing I've I've ate all year. Um, and then after that that game, we we went back uh, a ridiculous amount of times. And it, I think for us it was a good thing that we only found out towards the end <laughs> of the season because we would have been uh, struggling to to keep our our game weight if we found that that spot especially during the 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 pandemic yeah <laughs> but i uh, accidentally been having uh was that would have been oatmeal that was and a great mix some sugar was there anything you're you were missing from uh, back oh, in yes. quebec while you were here scoop it mm, um probably not food wise um i feel like i get um yeah, no. <laughs> I, I I just I Saint just Louis feel like I, all. I, 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 get I, I get around um, <laughs> uh, food pretty easily, uh, mm-hmm. no matter where 
uh, I'm at. But um, I would just say uh, friends or family, I think, is what I always miss when I'm uh, away from home. Um, but yeah, aside from that, I just feel like St. Louis was was a sick experience. Yeah. Hmm. So in the off season, do you stay with family, so, yeah, or do you kind of have like base, uh, a is, home is base that you always my, go to? My parents, um, just because I don't see uh, them that often, I feel like uh, they still don't get on my on my nerves. So I can <laughs> I can still spend some some quality time with them. Um, so yeah, I always like to do that. But <laughs> it's usually just my 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 headquarters for the off season, and I, I like to 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 move from there to see uh, to see friends and and kind of drift around. Yeah. Okay. I have I got one you. sister. Do you have any like uh, siblings, she, or are you uh, an just only child? Just got married uh, to a uh, a guy in 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 Walters to her um, a boyfriend that lives in uh, California. So she's been away for a year now. Hmm. She's uh, three years older than me. So uh, she's how close are you guys in age? Is she uh, and yeah, we we're still pretty close. Um, uh, okay. Message. Gotcha. Um, pretty frequently just to keep in touch uh but yeah it's definitely been a while since i've i've seen her and uh, hopefully when everything starts to cool off a bit uh with the, the virus uh we're gonna be able to to see each other and uh, i'm looking forward to the, the next visit i'm gonna have in in california because it's a, a really nice place yeah you've got a you've got a lot to look forward to don't you yeah <laughs> of course i'm sure you guys do so- too Oh, of course. So you got all the good looks and she got all the exactly, athletic ability, exactly right? Exactly that. Is that how it panned out? What would you be doing if you weren't a professional soccer uh, question. Um, I Yeah, I cannot. I, I don't think I can give you a, a good answer to that. I don't even right know now. if I can answer um, that. Sometimes I, I, I think about what I'm going to do because obviously I'm not going to play until I'm 70. But uh, um, that would be nice though. Um <laughs> I, I I don't know. I'd like to stay in the in 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 the world of sport just because I like so many things. Um, uh, so say when I'm back home, uh, just before it started snowing, um, I really like to ride my bike. Uh, I have a, a bunch of friends who are into uh, cycling, uh, road road cycling. So uh, I I did that as much as I could uh, when I came back, and now that the, the the snow is everywhere. I like to do a uh, cross cross country skiing. So staying in the in the in the cardio world, um, I, that's that's what I like to do for off season training. Uh, and and right now is, yeah, it's a it's a it's a it's a perfect. Okay. Well, that's unique. Perfect, not perfect, but just because every gym is closed right now, uh, I just get to do the uh, a different kind of preparation for the season but uh it just it's just so nice to do something different and and not be um always inside in the gym i i i feel like it gives me a, a better preparation for the season just because it clears my head and it just makes me feel ready and fresh for when the season is going to start i kind of i kind of turned that question uh <laughs> in my favor i didn't i didn't i didn't give you a good answer to this one i'll have to I'll have to be back on the podcast in one one day to give you give you hey, updates on what's okay. happening. Absolutely, I, I, we all plan to keep up with your career as it continues and progresses. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's can... been so cool to have you here in St. Louis as long as we got to have you. Um, you know, we we talked a lot about what a special team this was, what an interesting year it was, 
And even though it's so bittersweet to, to have to see uh, you guys go, it's it's been awesome to have, you know, kind of this web of, of players that we now are so invested in that we get to, you know, watch go other places and enrich other teams. Yeah. Well, well, well said. My I'm jersey sure. wall is going to get uh, big. In a funny way, I'm sure if uh, the team was still around, uh, I don't know, maybe um, we wouldn't have the chance to, to connect. So in a funny way, it's kind of a, a special moment. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> plus, we plan to have most of you guys back in 2023 when we have an MLS team. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. I like that. I would, I would be, I would, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, listen, I would be all hey, for it. We're still if, rooting. If someone calls, I'll be, I'll be definitely answering uh, the phone in 2023 or just before mm. when they make the team. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, man, we we enjoyed having you on the pod. Thank you for the. We yeah, went way longer yeah, was, than we it was expected, fun to me. which I, is always I, awesome. I, I really enjoy those conversations. It's always fun to to be a, in a bit of a more uh, laid back. Uh, interview style and conversation so uh, it was a great pleasure for me guys cool another friend of the pod uh, so much again uh, we really appreciate your time thanks guys thanks for having me really fun All right. man how about that interview I mean Jeremy he's just such a cool guy it's been it's been what he spent six months in St. Louis and he's already been to a restaurant that I haven't even gone to yet. Yeah. You should be ashamed because that is far too <laughs> close and far too good for you to miss out on. I, I know I live down the block from it practically and he's been there more times than I have. Uh, it's funny. There's always something about like French Canadians and French Canadian athletes where uh, they seem like they're so worldly, but they also fit in everywhere. And so it, it seemed like he really connected with some people on the team and fit that just as well, you know, fit in really well here. Yeah, it, it was so cool getting to know him, even though he's spent such little time in St. Louis and on top of it being during a pandemic and, where you barely get to learn anything about the fans. And even being injured during some of his time here, right? Yeah, he missed a good portion of the season. Man, we've gotten so lucky the past two interviews with two down-to-earth players and uh... – I can't wait to follow Halifax Wanderers this year and watch uh, the Jeremy versus Paris G matchup. Oh, that's going to be so cool. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm wondering how much they'll actually get to interact on the field or how they line up against each other. Well, if Jeremy goes to the middle, then I guess we'll have to find out where Paris ends up. That's what I'm saying. That's the big question mark for me. What do, what do, what do yeah. you do with the Paris G? You can do so much, you know? That'll do it for our interview with Jeremy LaPere. And uh, we hope to have another former St. Louis FC player interview with you soon.